This is John Doe Found, helping the lost to find themselves in Christ. True happiness is actually joy. One time, when I was a kid, I went on a walk with my family to go buy some ice cream. It seemed like miles, while in reality, probably half one. After we buy the ice cream, we start walking home. On the way home, I try to lick my ice cream and the whole thing hits the cement. Looking back, I realized that either way, the happiness would be gone eventually. In this case, sooner rather than later. Even though I worked to get there, it didn't change the fact that it would soon be gone. Just like the ice cream, the happiness this world gives us is temporary, but when we search for happiness in God, He gives us joy instead. Happiness is a worldly emotion. Whenever someone is searching for happiness, they usually look to sex, money, power, friends, or even ice cream, but rarely to God. God's different. He knows what we yearn for and why. When we invest ourselves in Christ, He provides. One thing he gives us is joy. His joy is the pathway to true happiness, deep, full, and everlasting happiness. So when we try to find happiness, we won't find it until we give ourselves to Christ, who will give us what we need. The Holy Spirit wants to develop joy within us. Galatians 5.22-23 says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. We must use this joy and the other fruits of the Spirit to spread the good news to our friends, neighbors, family, non-believers, enemies, and even strangers. It's the greatest proof of Christianity. Newton's first law of motion states that an object at rest stays at rest and an object in motion stays in motion unless acted upon by an outside force. These people don't develop the fruits of the Spirit on their own. They are acted upon by an outside force. That force is the Holy Spirit. This joy He gives us transcends all circumstances. It is not conditional. One misconception about joy is that it is an emotion. Joy is not an emotion, at least in the traditional sense of an emotion. It is a state of mind and it is lasting. Joy has the same advantages as an emotion but none of the drawbacks. Emotions are temporary, and that's why joy is not an emotion. Think of anger. When you get angry, it feels very real and vibrant. But a few hours or days later, it usually starts to fade. Now, when you stay angry for a long time, it's no longer an emotion, but it affects your mindset to view the world through hatred, which is not an emotion. Emotions affect our mindsets, but they are not our mindsets. They simply shape them. We shouldn't let volatile things such as emotions control our mindsets. We need consistency, and that's what the Lord offers. He offers to control our mindsets, and He realigns them towards His glory and His joy. Psalm 4-7 says, You have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvests of grain and new wine. This verse shows us multiple things we need to dive into, but first, I think I should give you some context for this verse. This is a praise written by King David in the Old Testament. King David is known as a man after God's own heart. He defeated Goliath through God against all odds and was persecuted by his best friend's dad, who happened to be the king of Israel at the time. In this verse, he is being hunted by his own son who is leading a rebellion against him. Imagine that. Imagine your son hunting you down, but still managing to have joy. Now that I've given you a little context, let's dive right back into Psalm 4-7. First off, David is contrasting joy he has found in Christ and compares it to the futile happiness of the wealthy. Secondly, David tells us where we can get this uncrushable joy, in God. We need to refocus our lens on God rather than man. God's love never fails. 
but man's love does, yet we still look to mankind for joy. I don't think anyone wants to be sad or disappointed consistently, yet we act as if we do by putting our faith anywhere but in God. God is the formula for everlasting joy, a joy that we need all the more now. Our circumstances cannot determine our joy, but our choices do. We can always choose joy and we can always choose sadness. It's up to you. A person who is a stranger to God is also a stranger to true joy. David said in Psalm 69, No wonder my heart is glad and I rejoice. My body rests in safety. Now when people think of David, they don't usually think safe or even cautious. But God's hand was over him and gave him the faith, joy, and confidence to say Psalm 69. A man invested in the world does not rejoice or feel joyful and safe amongst persecution. Only a man invested in God can rejoice while surrounded by enemies. And if David could find joy, we can definitely find joy in our circumstances. We should strive for true joy, not happiness. It's okay to be happy, but if it comes in the way of Christ, do not follow it. Happiness is an emotion that disappears before you can grab it, but always reappears a few feet away. Feet add up quickly, and by the time you realize this, you're lost. True joy in Christ sacrifices the worldly happiness I just described, but it doesn't move. It doesn't run. It welcomes you in and fills your veins. It's the joy that we find in Jesus Christ. Jesus wants to give us his joy. Will you accept him? If your answer is yes, not your friend's answer, but yours, and you want to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, repeat the following prayer with me. Dear God, I am a sinner, and I can't even come close to earning my way to you. Thank you for sending your son to not only die for me and forgive me of my sins, but also to give me the opportunity to live with you eternally and grant me endless joy. Thank you for your ultimate sacrifice, Lord. I accept your spiritual gift of grace through your son, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. I ask you for forgiveness for all my sins and for the joy that you have to offer. I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit and give me discernment in all things. I pray that you destroy any pride within me that prevents me from becoming the person you want me to be or that affects my relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer today and meant it, welcome to the family. Life isn't promised to be easy as a Christian, but God will be there graciously giving joy, and that's enough.